Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Today on the show, we have Leanna Ray. Leanna is a radical follower of Jesus. She is an entrepreneur and she is an integrator at Pino Capital. It is an honor to have you here today, Leanna. It's an honor to be with you, Matt. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we met walking the streets of Brazil together on a mission trip, ministry trip in December. And, um, you know, got to talk briefly and then ended up connecting on social media. And so it's just it's exciting for me to hear your heart and and see the the things that that you're trying to promote with how you live your life, which is glorifying Jesus with with everything. And so really looking forward to to talking about that more. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this was your second trip with Dr. Clark and Global Awakening, right? And and so yes. just tell us uh, a little bit about uh, the experiences that you had both times and, and what that was like and, and what that did for your life since then. Yeah, that's a good question. So I, to preface, I had probably heard of Randy Clark at some point, but if you ask me who that was, I would say I've never heard of him. Uh, until last spring. And I actually watched a podcast where Will Hart, who works with Iris Global Ministries, interviewed him. And the Holy Spirit just was impacting me so much while I was watching that, that I was like, the things that Randy is doing, oh my goodness, I I need to learn from him. He has something that I need. Uh, And so I just Googled him. And I clicked on his website, found the trip tab, and I just asked the Lord which trip to sign up for. And he said September, so I went. So that's the reason that I ended up on that trip. So I had no idea what to expect. And I I just I felt like I was showing up not knowing anything, but it, it was probably the best way that I could have come into it because I was fresh. I didn't know up from down. It was great. So when I came in September, that trip ended up being very small and quite an intimate trip because it was the first one after COVID. So some of the team dynamics were a bit different. There was a lot of pastors and yeah, pastors and we had a bishop and just a lot of people who've done ministry, the work of the ministry for a long time, almost more over half, I would say, were in their 50s or above. So there was just a lot of deep, experienced Jesus people. And that was so personally encouraging to me. So on that trip, I ended up in this group and I was like, whoa, <laughs> I just want to sit down and ask all everybody about their lives. And so that part was very impactful. But the other part was just seeing the Lord do so many miracles and we had such a small team, but the numbers that came out of the services were incredible, like astronomical numbers. And I remember there were times that just about everybody I prayed for got healed. And the, the way that ministry time was structured is kind of like there was a worship set and then a time of teaching. And then afterwards the team would come up to the front, stand in a line, 
and ask the Lord for words of knowledge. So information about people in the congregation and especially for healing. So physical conditions that the Lord wanted to heal that day in the service. And then we would go down like open mic and list off our conditions. Then people would stand and the speaker would pray over those people who were standing in the audience. And then if there was 80% or better in their bodies where they knew whatever condition it was, they knew they were healed, they would raise their, their hands and wave them over their heads. And so, uh, that we did every day, twice a day, pretty much. Sometimes it, we, we didn't do that exactly the same, but I have never prayed for that many people for physical healing in such a short span. <laughs> and one of the things that really shifted in me, um, I learned a lot about myself on that trip, but one of the big things was I, I realized very early on that, um, I had some some lies that I was believing about myself, my relationship with God and my my identity in Christ. And when they tell you, "Okay, you're going to stand in front of all these people. We're going to put a mic in your face and then you're going to have a message from Jesus and then you're going to touch somebody, speak some words and they're going to be healed." And I was like, "I don't actually believe this." Wow. <laughs> And identify stuff in yourself. It roots it out. And so I realized I had this belief. I've prayed for people and seen them healed before, but there was always someone else praying with me. And I realized I had this limiting belief that when I prayed, nothing happened. But when other prayed, I had lots of faith to see healed. And the Lord, of course, is gracious and compassionate. <laughs> and so he He taught me different. <laughs> And I ended, I ended that trip with such a fire, um, and feeling like, like I identified some things that I was made for that I had never experienced before. So it definitely shifted. Um, I think on a really basic level, how I see myself. And because of that, it changed everything afterwards. Well, the, the person that I met in December uh, definitely had confidence in the ability <laughs> to to get things done and with obviously God's help. But, um, you know, so it is amazing that that just in a short period of time from September to December that you were able to, you know, have that re- revelation and, and ultimately, uh, you know, dismiss or, or cancel those lies and, and beliefs that were holding you back. And and I'm right there with you. You know, I used to years ago, uh, I would see people get healed. And my wife, I, I knew that she was anointed for uh, healing. And and I just I said, you know, you've got that gift, but I don't have that gift. And she would always say, don't say that. You know, it's in you as well. And and I'm like, OK, whatever. Now you're seeing people actually get healed. And and I don't even know how to to pray for any of this. And, you know, so it is exciting when you start to see that that anyone can pray for healing and that the Lord does the healing. Jesus is the healer. We're just a vessel, but uh, but it's so much more fun when you're actually seeing fruit as a result of your prayers. And so, you know, you, you go in September, you go back in December and uh, and that's the one that we met on. And, you know, I, I think we both just saw so many incredible miracles and 
and, and that is what you touched on was amazing. And that seems to be the experience of a lot of the people that, that I've talked to, you know, when you got into that flow and every single person that you prayed for got healed or delivered or saved or, uh, you know, blasted, whatever it may have been. Um, you know, I've never seen anything like that where it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's so easy for the Lord. So uh, from that standpoint, from the December trip to now, what has life been like for you uh, outside of, you know, just in the mission field? What What's that like, you know, in, in everyday life? Yeah, uh, I think that when you go through an experience where there's so much that Holy Spirit is very obviously doing and everybody around you is in this hungry state and then you leave there and then you go into a different circumstance where maybe Holy Spirit isn't as obviously moving and people obviously are not as hungry. (laughs) Um, They're not aware of their hunger and willing to act out. Um, there's, it's jarring, (laughs) it's jarring. And so when I came back from the September trip, that was not my experience because I actually came back to, to, I was staffing a ministry school that was just starting. And so I came back from Brazil, got picked up at the airport and went to a retreat of 30 extremely hungry people. And so it was like, oh, there's no difference. Like America, Brazil, same, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my September reentry experience. And the Lord promised me um, when I got back from that retreat and then normal life kind of started, he told me so clearly because I, I was crying out for the more to be evident in America. And he, he promised me it's going to be the same for you. You're going to see what you saw in Brazil and in America. You can believe for that and you can have faith for that. And I needed that assurance personally. And so because I had that coming home from September, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't even think about it (laughs) when I reentered from December. I just, I just knew like I was going to see the greater things of the Lord in America. And so I reentered into work, which can be a pretty intense, intense place. There's a lot of need <laughs> at work. It just depends on if we take it to the Lord or not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or trying to do it in our own strength. And so when I came home, I just the spiritual authority that I walk in now, having gone through just seeing things more so just more examples to pull from. I, I think I would say I've seen deliverance at work. I've seen, um, people, there's a particular woman that I have been walking alongside and discipling who, when she's, when I started kind of getting to know her last June, she's very much like, Oh, God is not in control of my life. I am. (laughs) And she owned that to last week. She had a, a, situation. I keep talking to her about surrender and she's a high level, um, role at work. And so not a lot of people are above her to speak into her like this, but she bring, she brought me some issues and I was like, girl, you got to give that to Jesus because that, if you are going to control and manipulate that way, it's not going to end up well, good. 
and the fruit of that will be anxiety in your life. And just being able to speak bold truth to her like that, she had a situation, um, I think this was like a week and a half ago, where she had someone very close to her call and in, probably intentionally try to trigger her uh, in a in like acting like they were going to commit suicide, basically. And this lady that I've been discipling in that moment had this aha where she was like, I can't do anything. I have to surrender this. I have to give this to the Lord. And she's having these realizations. And what she described to me was being delivered. So she's in her car, answering on the phone, having this realization, like, I have to give this to the Lord. I have to surrender this. I can't worry. I can't fear. Um, I can't try and control what this other person is going to do. And she said, Leanne, it's a crazy thing. When I did that, everything like went away. And that's how she described it. I was like, you got the liver, girl. But she's she's saying basically all that anxiety just lifted. And she was calm and at peace and hung up the phone and was like, be, be careful, be safe. I love you. Click. And, and seeing fruit like that, where it's not as easy. Uh, there's a lot more hours of relational input that are required in these relationships at home, at work. Um, and they see you on your worst day. They see you on your best day and you have to stay humble and apologize. And, um, there's been a lot of character refinement this time, especially coming home. Cause just some of the situations I've faced at work have been really difficult and, um, it makes me hungrier. It makes me hungrier because I'm like, God, I got to have the more because I'm not enough. (laughs) Like my ways of being, my ways of thinking, it's not going to cut it. And I want to see transformation. I want to see salvation. And I want to see deliverance in the people at my workplace. And that has to come through the empowerment of the spirit. He just has to show up. Yeah, I had a, um, a referral sent to me a few months ago. And, and we're in the the conversation and, and she's just, uh, I mean, you know, a new believer, but, you know, she had been partnering with lies and, and I prayed for the first time we were finishing up the meeting and, and nothing happened. I mean, just like stone cold. And then the, the Lord just really started to um, just reveal some things in her heart. And, and I just started to pray those things over her. And, and then she began to weep. And then she just, you know, it was like, she completely broke. She realized that, that everything that was coming out of my mouth was 100% true because it wasn't for me, it was from him. And, and at that point, like you could just see the weight lift off of her and she just, you know, we just met and she's like, can I, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, absolutely. You know, and, and she was just, she was so much lighter and and it was gone. You know, that spirit that had been oppressing her was gone. And, you know, but it, it is in America, it takes, uh, I mean, it's the same Jesus. Uh, it's the same Holy Spirit, but, but it does, it takes a lot more prep work. It takes a lot more relational capital. Uh, you know, you, you've got to, it seems like the the skepticism is so much higher that you've got yeah. to really 
invest in the person and, and allow them to know that, that you're really for them. Now, can the suddenlies happen with strangers? Absolutely. And those do happen. Uh, but it really does, especially when you're talking about in the workplace or people that you've got relationship with that you've had for a long time, you know, they want to see that consistency and they want to see like, okay, if this happens to them, how will they respond? I hear what they're saying, but when, you know, things don't go their way, how are they going to respond? And, and it does, it gives us the opportunity to choose, you know, truth and choose love uh, when there's a lot of uh, opportunity to choose what the world says is the, the strategy or uh, that that's the right angle to take. And um, so it, it is transformation is not only available, it is here in America. Um, yes. But, you know, I would like to see it faster like we do in Brazil or, you know, other foreign countries where people go and, and bring that power and uh, that anointing. Stay tuned. We'll have more living life on purpose after we hear from one of our sponsors. Are you a business person that's hungry for more of the Holy Spirit at work? Partnering with God is what you were designed for. Experiencing God at work and being a blessing to the city that you live in is accessible to every believer. Hearing from God for your business and city shouldn't feel mysterious or inaccessible. Heaven and Business exists to give you access to the tools and training you need to equip you to grow with God in business and influence. Begin with our free trial and an online membership, then explore the events, community, and other resources. Check out heavenandbusiness.com today if this is what you're looking for, and I promise you won't be disappointed. And now, back to Living Life on Purpose with your host, Matt Wilson. You've got a heart to see the kingdom advanced in the marketplace. You've got a heart yes. to see the things that we're talking about on a regular basis in the kingdom. And, you know, just to point out for our listeners, you are in, is it Portland? Yeah. Yeah. Portland, Oregon. So um, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. She's in Portland, Oregon. Uh, so the environments that we're in are uh, slightly different uh, <laughs> in all aspects. So yeah. um, you're, you're not in the Bible Belt where I am. Uh, so no, tell sir. me what that looks like and, and tell me, uh, you know, how that started and, and how that's going now. So I used to hate Portland. I'll just say that I never wanted to live here. Um, but things shifted in my life. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm moving to Portland. I moved, uh, I, anyways, long story. But when I got here, I was in a season of pressing into the Lord and I, I just kind of came to this point, point of realizing like, wait a second, I need to acknowledge the gift that I've been given because so many people want to live in the place that I want to live. They want to have the job that I have and they want to live the Portland experience that I get to live. And I, I pivoted to thankfulness. And what that did in my heart was to start thawing some of the walls that I had built up against Portland. Um, they're very uh, brash about being sinful. So anything that is holy gets made fun of. And it's very, there's a lot of offense in the kingdom of darkness here. So it's very, a lot of belligerence, um, if you're not dark, something's wrong with you kind of thing is the, is the vibe. And so I 
was like, okay, Lord. And because I did that, I believe when it came time during 2020, everything changed right in, in life for us. And I actually ended up leaving a job. I was in healthcare management. So I left my job managing a surgery center and a clinic. And I just lived in, in Portland for a while. And I was like spending every day with the Lord, just pressing in because I wanted to leave (laughs) and he wouldn't let me. And I went, um, I went on a, on a trip to kind of like explain to the Lord why I, he needed to let me leave. <laughs> and I like, we do sometimes. Fun. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget this. I went on a walk and I was like, I want to leave. I hate this city. I hate being here. Like my life sucks. You got to do something. And I'll never forget. It was almost like the Lord was walking right next to me. And he was just like, so, you know, I'm not done with you in Portland, right? <laughs> I was like, Dang it. as I told him, if that's true, you got to make it good because I'm really struggling. I had no community anymore because my community basically shut down during COVID. Um, There's a lot of fear in the people that I was around and they, they just weren't willing to stay in closer community. Um, And so I felt very alone and I got back from that trip to the beach and the next week, supernaturally and through social media of all places, God plucked me up and he put me in a church family with a church that was meeting during COVID, which there was hardly any of those around here. Um, And that same weekend with an outreach group that was is a community of fiery fiery jesus loving evangelists who actually intentionally hit the streets during covid and so that week everything in my life changed matt it was and that honestly was the catalyst for everything that's happened since then i just surrendered and i was like okay jesus and out of that out of that place of obedience Um, he burst in me a love for this area, a love for the people. And I was doing street evangelism and discipleship of new believers that were getting saved during our street evangelism full time. So God took me out of that job or let me leave. I don't know however you want to phrase that, um, to do full-time ministry. So I did full-time ministry doing street evangelism and discipleship for a year before I went back into the marketplace. And when I did that, it was completely out of a place of um, doing it to serve a leader, basically. I, this opportunity came up, I wasn't looking for jobs or anything. And uh, I asked the Lord, I was like, God, is this you? Like, cause I'll do it if you're telling me to, but I don't really want to go back to work. Like it's been really great just doing full-time ministry and he was paying my bills. So that was awesome. Um, and basically God said, it's a good opportunity, but you don't have to, will you do this to serve this individual who is my boss? Uh, and I said, yeah, he, he is somebody that's actually sold out for Jesus that I would, I would support. And so, that's why I ended up doing what I'm doing now. And it's been such a season of transformation since 2020. 
because every like everything changed. And so I went from having a hard time with this city and feeling very much like the odd man out, like I didn't belong here to being like, no, no, I belong here. This is my place. And I am coming to bring the kingdom to bear. And, you know, believers around here, there's not a lot of Christians that are mamby pamby. Um, there's a lot who are afraid and pretty bound up in like the anxiety and stuff that's prevalent here. But you really got to be a Christian if you're a Christian in Portland. Like you just really have to believe what you believe. So it's powerful. That's good. And, you know, I, I think that I've grown a lot over the last couple of years, but really exponentially in 2020, 2021, because, you know, what you believe, you know, it, it's either true or what's the point, you know? Exactly. And, and so I do believe that, that that season of testing, it was a matter of, you know, if I truly believe that Jesus heals, if I truly believe that we've been given authority over sickness and disease, if I truly believe that to live as Christ, to die is gain. If I believe these things, then I need to be walking differently than the rest of the world. And so I made that choice that I'm going to continue to live. I'm going to live with fullness until I die. And I don't know when that's going to happen. But, you know, until that day comes, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to serve the people that are around me. I'm going to be who Jesus has called me to be because you know, the rest of the world has lost its mind and, and it had lost its mind long before COVID, but it's just showing it on full display that that crazy town is everywhere. And I don't want to be a part of that. And so I, I do think that it is extremely important that that we walk in the fullness of the authority that has been given to us, that we're called to take dominion. And when we take dominion for the kingdom, you know, it's going to look different. And, you know, we, we ought to be, we're, we're called to be set apart. So um, from that standpoint, I love it that, that the people there, you know, that they're not just checking boxes. They can't afford to just check boxes because if you check boxes and then somebody really comes against your faith, then you're going to immediately have to, you know, get canceled or apologize or whatever. Whereas here, you know, again, you step out and say, oh, well, everybody here is a Christian. So, um, you know, that they still have that same fear. They still have that same, same anxiety and, and all that different stuff, but there or in these foreign countries, you know, where there's serious risk of persecution, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice in order to follow him that sets people apart and it's attractive. Because when people are in the middle of the darkness and they see this light shining, they're like, hey, that may be a way out. You know, yeah. everything else is dark around here. Uh, maybe that's the end of the tunnel. We Let's follow Leanna because the joy that she has is overwhelming. Like, where does that joy come from? Like, I need to know what's going on with her. And so people get drawn to you and they say, hey, tell me about what, what's going on with you. Uh that's that's a so much easier to spot there versus and you're not on drugs. You know, you're, you're not <laughs> you know, you're, you're not yeah. drunk, which is uh, the, the typical recipe for a lot of people. That That's where their you know, supposed joy comes from. Uh, it's short lived and it's, you know, very uh, painful the next day. But uh, so from that standpoint, you are uh, walking in the darkness. You're shining your light bright. And with that, 
you're you're advancing kingdom in business. And uh, what I think is really cool is is now you're you're coming to the Heaven and Business Retreat, uh, which by the time this airs, we will have already been to. But um, just share that story about how that even uh, came about. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a little bit longer version. All so, right. uh, last year, for years, I've been involved in business, and it's just a piece of who God has made me to be is a businesswoman as well as a missionary. <laughs> and I have always wanted to be a part of a greater community of laid down lovers, like people who are really surrendered to the King in business and to, to be able to know who they are and interact with them. So I've always wanted to be a part of something like that, but I've never seen that done. And so last year, God told me to start it. It's kind of like he took that dream off the shelf, dusted it off, and he's like, let's do this one. And so I actually started a, a series of events, small events that are centered around building community and connections between people who are um, kingdom-minded and really surrendered to the Lord in their business as well as their personal life. So I started that last year and it came out of a super vivid vision from the Lord. He told me what I was wearing. He showed me the table setting. Everything was super well done. Um, And like golden candles on the table. Like it was so specific. And he gave me the guest list. And so I stepped out in obedience and I made it happen. And he told me, I want you to do this um, every every quarter, then every month, then after a year, do a conference. And I said, yes. And, uh, that has since started. Well, at the second of those dinners, I invited a man who I wasn't really entirely sure why I was inviting him. There's been a couple people like that, but I was like, okay, Lord, he's on, he's on your guest list. So he's on my guest list. And so he came, he took part in the night and he, He's a he's a bit older uh, and he's not engaged in day to day operations at all, uh, which is why I was like, I don't know what you're doing, Lord. But but that night was kind of like a prophetic fulfillment for him and for his heart, because he has a heart to steward people who are in the younger generation and to father them and to speak into their lives. And so he was able to do that at that dinner. Um and also the Lord has just satisfied some desires of his heart through that situation with him being there. Uh, well, I heard about heaven and business because you, Matt, told me <laughs> and you you told me uh, this is how I remember it. You're like, I really think, really think you should pray about going because I just feel like you, should, you need to come. And when you said that, I listened because hello. It's Matt Wilson saying that. Okay, you don't mess around. Um, I was like, Lord, I feel like this so represents who I am. And it's exciting to think of a, a conference that's happening that is like my heartbeat, the vision uh, uh, that he's given me for this kind of thing. And I was like, it makes sense. But I don't know if this is me or you, Jesus. I'm like, you know, that fine line between between you're like, this is so much like my desires, but life is crazy. And so I don't know if this is the Lord or if it's me. And so I just was like, okay, God, 
if you want me to go, you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> and so I, I told him two weeks ago, I was like, if you want me there, Father, would you have someone provide a way for me to go? And so last night, that gentleman who had been at my business dinner and therefore knows about my heart for kingdom business came up to me and he said, Leanna, something came up and I have a ticket to heaven in business. I can't go. Would you like it? Ah! <laughs> so good. So I was like, Jesus, you're so kind. <laughs> so I'm coming because of that. So fun. That is amazing. And, and it is exciting. Um, you know, when we ask the Lord to meet our needs, you know, he, a, he is full of abundance, you know, so there's nothing that he cannot do, but B, you know, he will blow our minds with what he's concerned with, uh, what we think, oh, well, he wouldn't be concerned with that. Oh, oh God's busy, you know, trying to, to put the, the world's fire out, uh, because the whole thing's a flame, uh, you know, but he's concerned with the details of our hearts especially when our hearts are aligned with his heart. And so when we ask, hey, Lord, would you do this? Hey, that's my child. You know, my, my daughter loves me. Why would I not want to provide in this situation for her? Because she's asking me and I know she loves me and I love her. Why wouldn't I want to meet this need for her when I can? And so it, it is exciting. And that is that whole concept of, partnering with the Lord for everything, you know, our, our work is worship. And so if we are running businesses, if we are in the marketplace, if people will come to us to, you know, gain worldly advice, you know, we, we can also bring spiritual advice and, and lead with that. And so from that standpoint, there are people that will come and sit in our offices or have calls with us or Zoom meetings, whatever it may be, that may not ever step foot in a church, but they will still open their heart up to Jesus if we will present him in all of his glory with love, with truth. It doesn't matter the setting. And so I'm excited that you're going to be there because you're going to meet some amazing people that I've gotten to connect with over the last couple of years. And again, a lot of them have come on uh, this show and, you know, that they've been from all around the world. But the coolest part is it's only, what did you say, about an hour and a half from you? It's going to take me like 14 hours to get there. And it's... I decided uh, to drive. So it's okay. a six hour drive. Okay. Well, that's still a lot shorter than, uh, you know, yes. the, the 14 hours that we'll travel. But uh, I just think that, you know, that the people that you're going to meet there and the connections that you're going to make that, that all have similar mindsets, similar hearts to us. Uh, I just think it's going to accelerate the vision that the Lord's already given you. And uh, and I've got a friend that is coming there. I can't, uh, Lake Oswego, maybe? Oh. Is, is that near you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that is very close to me. Yeah. So she's going to be there. And, and so I'll connect you. Her name is Jane. And um, very successful entrepreneur, uh, has multiple businesses. And so it'll be cool to to connect you two and... Um, yeah, I think that's going to be really, uh, fun to see what God does through that. And, uh, so I'm excited, you know, because, you know, there's so much fire, there's so much energy. And again, there's so much joy that you carry. And so from that standpoint, you know, the, the enemy, he's just like terrified because 
like this person is strategically placed in the heart of darkness in the Pacific Northwest, where, you know, everybody would have you believe there's nothing good going on there. It's all rebellion. It's all chaos. But little do they know that, that you're there and strategically placed to advance the kingdom in the midst of, you know, this place that, that some people would say is irredeemable. And you say, no, that's that's my place. So yeah, that's exciting. Come on. There's so much happening. There's so much happening. God is on the move. He is on the move in America, in the nations. There's so much going on that he is doing. It's so encouraging. You just got to plug in. You got to find out about it. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see what comes from this and, and then, you know, testimony down the road. Uh, so how can people learn more about you and uh, get connected with you? That's a good question. I'm actually... Um, in the process of launching my ministry website and my nonprofit called Walking in the Light. So that's coming, but it probably won't be ready by the time this podcast is live. So until then, they can follow me on social media. So Instagram is usually where I post a lot of testimonies and things that God's doing. Uh, that's probably the best place. Okay. I don't know if you have show notes, but I can send yeah. you my Instagram information. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Yeah. So if you have been encouraged by this, and and I know that you have been because I've been, uh, then you want to share this with other people that need hope, that need to know that there are amazing things that are going on all around this country. And, you know, because there's so many people that are beat up by the news on a daily basis and it's all uh, just hate and, and adversity and struggle. But the reality is, like she just said, God is moving God is sovereign. He's all powerful. And he is making a way where there is no way for the people who are hungry and desperate for him. And so you, you want to share this testimony and the things that, that God is doing here. And then you can follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then on Instagram, Living Life on Purpose Always. Appreciate you being here today, Leanna. I know that it's been... Um, It's been good for everybody that's listened to this. So we will catch you again in two weeks. Until then, God bless.